Thank you for joining the Inside Tailgating Podcast. Before we get started, let me tell you about the American Cornhole League. The American Cornhole League promotes and develops cornhole as a sport on every level. Get involved in local leagues and tournaments to qualify for the $50,000 championship of bags at Harris Cherokee Casino Resort, July 21st through the 24th. College students can register now for the first ever College Cornhole Cup on April 23rd at UNC Wilmington. For more information, visit iPlayCornhole.com. Get in where you fit in and throw it down. We're about to get it in. Barbecue, charcoal, biscuits, and ice. I got my number chairs ready. The weather is quite nice. We're about to tailgate shade. I'm ready. Are you ready? I'm about to tailgate shade. I'm ready. Are you ready? Get it in. Get it in. We're about to get it in. Get it in. Get it in. We're about to get it in. Get it in. Get it in. We're about to get it in. Get it in. Get it in. And welcome to the Inside Tailgating Podcast. What's up, Ryan Alessio with you? And I got AJ with me today, and AJ's one of my co-hosts, or cast of co-hosts, on the sports show I do in Youngstown, and I brought AJ in today because he gives a little perspective on things. He's a little younger, a little little pup, as they like to call you. I won't call you that because I think that's ridiculous. Yeah, it's, it's very ridiculous. I've been dealing with that from... Two years that I've been a part of this team, so it's it's very ridiculous. I just go with it, though. Yeah, well, I get it. You're young in the business, so sometimes you just got to kind of like take it, yeah. take your lumps. Right, and then I just complain to myself on the way home. Normally. That's what I do. I have a 45-minute ride home, so it's <laughs> it's a lot of, why did they even say that? That doesn't even make any sense. So I totally understand. But you keep your mouth shut when they're talking. So I brought you in today because you know, you're going to be my co-host. We're just going to hang out. Uh, we're going to do our three segments, as always, in case you missed it. The second segment, uh, I got a topic I think you'll enjoy. I want to talk about some NFL free agency, and I'm a little little disappointed in NFL free agency, but we'll get there. And then lastly, for our extreme fun list, our little list we like to do at the end, uh, I'm going to give you some of the most horrific tailgating conditions I've ever fought through. And I'm doing this because outside right now, it's like 60 degrees, and it kind of seems like winter's starting to subside. I actually felt a little muggy. Like, can you believe that? Already I'm feeling like, man, it's a little muggy out here with the rain mixed in with the heat, and it's it's March. We're, well, we're not in June or July yet. No, not at all. And, you know, you were filling in for me the past week because I was out with the flu. Yeah. And I did notice that. I thought I was just still sick, but our studio was like swamp thing. Oh, felt like absolutely! Swamp ass for days. Yeah, <laughs> into things. Yeah, so. it's when you, when you got two sweaty, two sweaty, two guys. sweaty big guys like me and Mark. <laughs> you know, it's it's not the best. We look like gorillas in the zoo. You know, when you look through that window, the big glass window. Well, it's for it everybody lo- to see. Yeah, it looks like you're looking at two fat, sweaty gorillas. <laughs> you want to okay. th- you want to throw peanuts at? Absolutely. <laughs> Which I would be for because I like peanuts. Oh, who doesn't? So we're gonna start with the in case you missed it, and if you check out InsideTailgating.com, real nice article on the New York Deli Burger. I'm a real big fan of burgers and kind of like deli meat and things like that. So this is nice. If you look at the, uh, it gives you the little ingredient list here. You got. You could use a pretzel, seeded twist roll. Uh, they got different types of deli mustards on it. Shows you how to make some just fantastic ground. Uh, I got I to gotta control myself here. Sometimes <laughs> I see a lot of pastrami. 
and I see things like that, and I go a little crazy. Sometimes you forget it's a burger because of all the different stuff you have on there, all the other meats you combined in a burger. And you it's liked like, all the deli meats. Like I love pastrami. I like oh, Capicola. it's good stuff, dude. It's good stuff. Yeah. But I, I'm more of a chicken guy myself. Like I, that may make me sound like a complete pussy, <laughs> but I, oh, <laughs> I'll get it. Don't worry. My bad. <laughs> You know, I, I, I'm more of a chicken guy myself just by the simple fact that it's, I don't know, I, I enjoy chicken more than beef because I'm kind of picky with my beef. You know That's, what I mean? Yeah. I, I don't like it tasting like charcoal, and I don't want it to sound like it's still mooing. You know what I mean? See, I like mooing meat. Really? I'm for medium rare. Not in hamburgers. I need medium well. Like Hamburger not, medium well. I'm so particular. I can't have it, you know, dark. Like, I could bang it off the table. And I don't want it to like mushy together. Like I'm, it's basically still hamburger meat. Like it hasn't even been put on the grill yet. I'm very picky. But chicken, you can just fry that crap up and yeah, you're ready to go. Yeah. As long as it's not pink, because there's really, there's like two things you do with chicken. It's raw or it's cooked. Like, yeah, there's no. Nobody ever says I want rare chicken. It's like, well, you're gonna get E. coli. <laughs> exactly. I mean, right. You, you just sick. it's fried or it's frozen. That's chicken. So, but yeah, burgers. I do enjoy the occasional burger. See, I'm looking at this New York Deli burger on InsideTailgating.com, and they have pastrami on it. They got the deli mustard. There's bacon. You know, it's on a nice roll. And I will say this when it comes to these type of sandwiches, when you get those deli meats, those Italian-style cured meats, look, you. there has been times when I would walk into these type of delis, and I've been to New York City a few times. I've been some places, and I'm considering, like, how can I jump over – to the counter and steal meat and run with it like right. it's a football. Oh, yeah. I feel like I, I am not above sitting in an alley and gnawing on a giant piece of pastrami. I don't think anyone's above that. Does, does that make me, I don't want to no, sound like there's not something at all. wrong with me. No, I'm right on board with you. Yeah, but if People you had, do that in New York all the time. Yeah. Like it's, it's the Wild West. It's part of life. It is. <laughs> That's what I thought. You. So I'm looking at it like when I see pastrami, I just, I can't see color. And I lose it because it is my favorite. Like when I go to Primanti's, which is a, a big sandwich from Pittsburgh that's got the col- coleslaw and the fries on it. Oh. I'm sure if you're listening somewhere outside of that area, you might have saw uh, things about it on the Food Network and, and all that. But, yeah, I, I just don't feel like I'm above taking a giant thing of pastrami from a New York City deli and running with it mm-hmm. like it's my child. Speaking of beef, you know, I'm not a big like roast beef kind of guy, like roast beef sandwiches. They don't really impress me. Oh, they Until, impress me. Well, here's the thing. As soon as I saw someone put coleslaw on a roast beef sandwich, oh, I never- eye-opening. Dude, I never thought of something like that. As soon as I did that, I said, I could eat this every day of my life oh, and be happy. It, like it smile. I, I fell in love with roast beef sandwiches because someone put coleslaw on it and said, that will taste good. And I did it, and it was wonderful. And it was delicious. Exactly. So there you go. If you want to check out the almighty, as I'd like to call it, New York Deli Burger, just go to InsideTailgating.com. Uh, when we come back, we're going to talk some NBA and some NFL free agency. It's Inside Tailgating Podcast with Ryan Alessio, and I got... You say your own name. AJ. AJ. You got a last name, AJ? AJ Brezovsky. Brezovsky. Yeah, it's, it's a little... Uh, so, it's kind of hard. You're like but... Kyle Broflowski from S- South Park? Yeah, <laughs> a little, little bit. A little bit? Yeah. All right, we'll be back. It's Inside Tailgating. AJ. AJ.
Have you ever thought to yourself, man, it would be really nice to bring my TV to my tailgate? Well, now you can. The tailgate TV stand provides an easy way to mount your TV onto any vehicle with a receiver hitch. It also offers full 360-degree rotation to allow for access to gear and grub. Plus, it also allows you to adjust the view to avoid unbearable glare from the sun. Get yours today at tailgatetvstand.com. Laugh and condescend as long as we all still get it in. We're about to get it in. Barbecue, charcoal, biscuits, and ice. I got my number chairs ready. The weather was quite nice. We're about to tailgate shake. I'm ready. Are you ready? Tailgate shake. Welcome back inside tailgating. Ryan Alessio with you inside tailgating.com. I got AJ with me today, one of my co workers here in Youngstown for the sports show that I do. And uh, thank you for staying over and doing this with me. I know you could have been halfway home by now. Hey, it's no problem, man. When you're single and you got nothing else going on on a Thursday night besides missing SmackDown, I'm sorry. It's okay. I have nothing else going on tonight. So I thought, eh, what the heck? Might as well join Ryan. He's yeah, cool get a little, get a perspective of what we do outside of just the confines of Youngstown. Yeah, he's a cool dude. I like him. Thank I'll help you. Help him out. I appreciate that. It's the best compliment I have today, had today. <laughs> Especially with being sick, I'm sure you weren't getting many compliments. Yeah, no. What about your girlfriend, man? No, nah, she's not around did for she, that. Did she stay away? Well, I was so contagious, I got the guy who lives in the apartment below me sick. No. And I don't know how. Well, he came up for like two minutes to drop me off something that I needed, and now he's sick. So I must have been like, outbreak monkey. One thing that uh, Ondash said was, "Do you uh, another guy that works here at the the station?" He I hear goes, you guys had some fun. With we my did. Illness. He said that he pick, he could see you in a bubble with some some magazines. I wish I was in the bubble with. And magazines. Uh, he said that the chinchillas were probably in their own individual bubbles to make sure that they don't get sick. And Jeff's a weird guy. I'm pretty <laughs> sure that he's married to his dog. Um, I, I get that he really loves his dog, but he's. He's weird with the dog, so I, I could see him talking about things like that. Moving on, because no one knows who we're talking no about. One knows, That's okay. Yeah, no one knows who we're talking and about. And now they don't want to know. No. It's got some <laughs> dog thing going Chinchillas around. Chinchillas. And... Dogs. And... <laughs> Moving on. So NFL free agency started the other day, yes. and we're both Browns fans. I've made it known multiple times who I like. And, you know, we watched uh, four free agents walk out the door and... Basically, Nobody <laughs> replaced them. They're yeah. just gone. Basically, everyone you liked is gone. <laughs> yeah. That, well, they're good at that. If I think somebody's good or they have talent, they usually get rid of them. Isn't it kind of funny that we got rid of, uh, not got rid of, but people like Alex Mack is gone, you know, but yet Johnny Manziel still is wearing a Cleveland Browns jersey. Like, yeah, is that a little know. odd a that you lose different. some great players and then. Have you got Bam. Dwayne Bow and Manziel still on the team? Oh, yeah. Josh yeah. Gordon, he'll be back. No, he won't. Get ready. Nope. Trust me, he won't be back. Uh, so, do you think we like a bad team? Yes, There's we do. multiple bad teams around the league. We're not the only one. No. We might be the, the best at it, but <laughs> we're, we're not the only one. Oh, no. No one's perfect in this league, especially us lower guys. No. So, you saw teams like Cleveland, who have no talent. None. Do nothing. Exactly. Like, they essentially watched talent leave, and they didn't replace it with anybody. Exactly. Then you saw a team like the New York Giants, who had a down year, and their defense was really bad. And they spent $200 million to try to fix their defense. They spent a lot of money on a lot of high-priced free agents to try to get that instant fix. 
Uh, we saw other teams do certain similar things where they brought in a lot of guys. Uh, and then you see teams like the Browns, and then you see other teams like that too who kind of just say, eh, we're not going to go the free agent route. We're more or less going to build through the NFL draft over the next few years. So if you were the GM of a franchise and you were struggling, do you think it's better to build through the draft over multiple years and see if you can hit on draft picks? Because that's a crapshoot, too. Or do you think, would you go the route that maybe the Giants went and a couple other teams like Jacksonville now, they're spending a lot of money on free agency trying to get over the hump? Do you Are you in favor more of building through the draft and maybe having a, uh, a free agent here or there to fill a hole? Or are you in favor of saying, we're going to go with the guys that have already done it and have already put up numbers. Let's see if they can do it here and paying a lot of money for free agents. Well, look, first of all, I wouldn't want to do an extreme, <clears throat> excuse me, I wouldn't want to do an extreme of either because we've seen that. With uh, Jimmy Haslam, he does the extreme of just constantly going after draft picks, okay? Then you got a guy like Chip Kelly who is just making moves left and right, going crazy, releasing guys, you know, signing people. You never want an extreme of either. I think as a, a GM or as an owner or whatever, you need to have a good mixture of both. You know, I think it's great if you're a team that wants to find someone in the draft. That's that's great. You might You might use some of your strategy on that, but at the same time, each use each position as something. Like, let's say you have a horrible w- wide receiving core. It's horrible. You don't have any wide receivers over five foot ten. <clears throat> oh, gee, I don't know who you're talking. No. About. So you may say, okay, let's go look at the let's go look in the draft. See if we have any good tall wide receivers. If it sucks, then okay, let's go look at other teams. What do they have for wide receivers? See if we can pick up anyone. Use a mixture of both to try and get the job done and put together a good team. Because when you have a mixture of veterans and rookies, you can sometimes have a good team. Like with the Indians. You have a good group of guys that there's some veterans, some are young. You have everything from Carlos Santana to Francisco Lindor. Like you have veterans and you have young guys. Do a mixture of both. You might be able to put together a great team for the problem with the Browns is it's it's all draft picks, draft picks, draft picks. And then with Philadelphia, it was who's out there, who's out there, who's out there. Put together a good mixture of both. You might have a good team. That's just the way I look at it. Do I sound crazy? I don't know. Because, I, you know, we like the Browns, so we don't know what crazy... We don't know I, what I think normal we're is. crazy, and we don't know what normal is. But it's like, I, I'm kind of more on, on your side. I think you should use both. I, I, I don't feel like... If you're a fan base and your team says we're not going to be good for like five years and it doesn't matter if you're in Cleveland or if you like a team in San Francisco that's not good right now or, you know, one of these type of teams. You know, when you when 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 you're not a good team and you haven't been good in a while and you have the owner or GM come out and basically tell you tough, we're going to be bad anyway for the next X amount of years because we're going to build one way. And I get nervous when you only use one means because. Uh, a good example to me is the Bears signed the the leading tackler off of the Denver Broncos. Okay, that's good, but now you're playing him in a new position in a new defensive scheme. You know, he's going from a 4-3, now he's going to play in a 3-4 and be an inside linebacker. So can I expect the same production that he did in Denver? I don't know. Right. But that it's like to me, so you need to do a combination of both because I don't think you're guaranteed to hit one way. Right. We have had... As Browns fans, we have seen seven first-round picks 
excuse me, wasted. my body's starting to reject the Browns conversation. But exactly, starting to get sick again. Oh lord! But, but it's like, okay, well, we've had five first round picks, seven first round picks in the last five years or four, whatever. Well, five of those seven picks are terrible. Two of them that we still have, Cam Irving and Danny Shelton, haven't shown they really can play yet. Not really, not at all. So if we're just going by the draft, we might be doing ourselves a disservice because, well, we haven't really proven we can draft players. Of course, we haven't proven we can sign them either, C. Dwayne Bow. But other teams, you know, if you use a mixture of both and then you don't have to worry about being 100% right all the time. I feel like if you just build through free agency or just just build through the draft, you have to be right a, a ton more times than you're wrong. Like, you're not leaving yourself a lot of wiggle room. Mm-hmm. But if you do a combination of both, like you were suggesting, well, maybe you don't have to hit on every draft pick because you've got a couple free agents who can play. Or maybe you don't have to hit on every free agent because you have a few draft picks that can play. Right. Yeah, that's a good point. And, you know, it's it'll be interesting because we know the famous P word in Cleveland. Progress. Process, yeah. Either way, progress. Pro- I'm sorry, we don't see progress. Process. No, it's a it's a process. It's always a it's, process. And, and this is not. We're not just talking about the Browns. Every owner and GM says that. I'm sure they've said it a few times in New York. It's a process. We we understand where you're coming from. We understand we, your frustration. We understand. We no, you don't understand. You know why? Because you're not me. You've never <laughs> been me, and you never will. It's like politicians are the same way. Oh, we've been where you are. I've been that. Bernie Sanders has. I've been that middle class citizen. No, no, you haven't. You, Bernie Sanders has. Has he? I don't know yeah. much oh, about yeah, Bernie. Oh, yeah, he broke. Listen, you want to know why I won't vote for Bernie Sanders for president? <laughs> he's a little nuts. Well, that and because he's been broke his whole life. I refuse to vote for somebody who's been broke. If you can't control your own checkbook and you can't figure out how to make your own damn money and you're going to tell me you're going to balance billions of dollars worth of uh, gross domestic product and trade agreements and you're going to somehow when you can't figure out your own finances you're going to solve mine in the country get yeah. the hell out of here yeah seriously you know when people get mad over having only the rich people control politics good <laughs> good I don't want a bunch of broke people we, controlling you politics you want me to be president you yeah, Ryan you? I have 40 bucks in my checking account I have like 60 dollars Thank be like, you, yes. I'd be, they'd be like, okay, your budget's blah, blah, blah. I buy billions. fast food. That's yes. why. I eat horrible. food I eat. Yeah, and you're, do you want me to, and you want poor people to handle politics. Get the hell out of here. Paycheck to paycheck, I live. No, like, I, no I need some rich yes. guy who wipes his rear end with $100 bills. Right, at least with he's my, got, he wipes his rear end with my paycheck. Normally, yeah. the money that I make, he he's wiping his butt with. Yeah, I need that to, to run the country. Anyway, I... That went astray, but you'll have that once in a while. Yeah. So when we come back, hope you enjoyed how to build an NFL team. I sure did. Uh, We'll talk about my list, some of my uh, most extreme inclement weather tailgates that I've been at. Oh, boy. And I'm doing that because I figured it's about the end of, uh, I hope, the end of winter, and maybe we can move into some nicer weather. We'll be back. It's Inside Tailgating. Tailgate Giant is your online tailgate superstore. Get geared up for the NASCAR season by getting the latest chairs, tents, accessories, cornhole boards, and other tailgate games today. Visit tailgategiant.com and pimp out your man cave or tailgate party. Gather around, wipe the smoke from your eye, grab your drink and hold it high. Whether mascots or numbers on a hood, root for the colors you think you should. The battles in there on fields or in lanes, win or lose, it's only a game. So poke and laugh and condescend as long as we all still get it in. We're about to get it in. Barbecue, 
Inside tailgating, Ryan and AJ with you, uh, hanging out. AJ was nice enough to stick around after work today and co-host this podcast with me. So thank you. It's no problem, brother. Yeah, that's what I'm here for. Yeah. I, plus, I mean, you stuck around. We had the uh, telethon today, radiothon, and uh, you got all those fajitas. Yeah, dude, that was good stuff. See, nothing I'll, wrong with I, that. I'm gonna miss dinner when I get home. So I was like, yeah, might as well chow down here. It's no big deal. I'll miss dinner tomorrow night too. I got a lot of lot of stuff to do here. Yeah, but a lot of work. We put you through the ringer here. Hey, but it's uh, I wouldn't want to do anything else. Yeah. Love this stuff. Good for you. Must be nice. Love every minute of it. <laughs> wish I got. Wish I could. Like we were talking about being rich. Yeah. <laughs> wish I could make millions doing it. You know. So, do you tailgate? Do you like going up to games? Doing I have all that stuff. You know, it's kind of odd. My first uh, Browns game I actually went to was just this past year. Uh, I'm sorry. With my, my ex got us tickets when we were together, and uh, we had a, we had a good time. But it was I got to experience the tailgating, and it was um, I felt like I was at a carnival or a fair. You know what I mean? You have the <laughs> mixture of people. You know, the guys with their shirts off that have painted their whole belly and I was like you kind of look at him like is that guy actually wearing a shirt or, or not I can't really tell it's hard to and tell sometimes the, all the smells you have a mixture of food and farts and you kind of put them together and it's like huh that's an odd smell but I'll I'll accept it so it was my first tailgating experience uh going up and seeing the Browns last year well here's what I got I got a list of some of the worst weather most inclement weather if you will that I've tailgated in. That you've personally tailgated Me tail. Okay. I was a, a big tailgater, obviously. They hired me to do a tailgating thing, so I assume that I've probably been around the block once or twice. Uh, there was a game, Cleveland versus the San Diego Chargers, and this had to have been, oh, I want to say 2004 or five. Can you believe that was like it was 11, a while ago. 11 years ago? Yeah, and... It was about minus 10, and it snowed three feet. So it was so cold. How cold was it? I How filled it in for you. How cold was it? I, I it literally. It was so cold. It was so cold. <laughs> and we tried to, we're drinking beer, and we're pouring beer into the cups. And by the time you were done putting your beer into a plastic cup, because you can't drink out of bottles in the tailgate lot in Cleveland. Okay. That's your beer odd. was frozen. You'd stick it to your face, and you'd end up like Ralphie on A Christmas Story, like you're attached. Yeah. I triple dog dare you. Oh, so then, as it's just a blizzard outside, and you know, you're sitting there going, I'm a trooper, and it, like half of your brain's going, you're going to get sick, you're yeah, an but, idiot. Yeah, why put yourself through that? It because sounds pretty you idiotic, Sometimes you, you just do things, you know? It sounds dumb. It's Why would you put yourself through something like that? Because I love my football team, and I was willing to get SARS so that they would... Uh, watch it from the comfort of your living room. You, well, can, you can sit naked and in the heat and watch it and, and look and be like, look at those suckers out there in the snow. I have the best seat right here. Right. But as an avid tailgater, I don't want to hear that. Okay. You might think that, mm -hmm. but you know, I I like to tailgate. Tailgating is fun, just in nice weather, I would assume. Well, that's what I, the problem is, is like why I'm giving this list is that we don't always get nice weather in Cleveland. So right. you got to be prepared to tailgate in adverse conditions too. Like, I'm not giving up my 
fun in the parking lot because it's cold. You just have to dress appropriately. Right. In a whole snowsuit, mm-hmm. like I did, with hand and foot warmers and 10 gloves on. And, yeah. You know, six you, pairs of underwear like and yeah. All that good stuff. So, Cleveland versus San Diego, two feet of snow about fell during the course of the day. Uh, I spent a lot of the tailgate in the back of a van trying to warm up, come outside for a brief period of time, yeah. get cold, go back. Mm-hmm. Uh, frozen beer. Uh, I remember the Browns lost 21 to nothing. I don't think they got across midfield. Oh, that's so awesome. So not only then when you go in and you're sitting stationary, then you really get cold because oh. when you're tailgating, you're moving around, yeah. you're playing football, plus, you're yeah. doing things. Plus when you know weather, you're in a... Like a, you're in a a bowl. Yeah. So, you know, it gets, it's like five degrees colder when you're in an actual bowl because the kind of the, the cold air kind of stays in there. I'm no meteorologist, but you know what I mean? It seems to be colder inside a stadium than it would be outside. Maybe I sound crazy, but you know. No, I, I plus you're right off the lake in Cleveland. Oh, it's the worst. Uh, what other one do I have here? Um, th- this is fun because it was a weird day because it poured but it was ridiculously fun. It was the Pitt Cleveland playoff game in 2000. And it, it took place, I believe, in January of 2003, but it was the 2002 season, I believe, okay. that we made the playoffs the last time. Huh. And it was in January, and it was like it wasn't snowing because it was oddly warm. It wasn't like freezing, freezing. So it was like, would you say 20? I'd say 25. The, the, 30s, 30s, something even? like that, and it kept fluctuating, but it, it couldn't make up its mind whether or not it wanted to snow or rain. Oh. So we're just outside, tailgating outside of um, High, uh, Heinz Field, and it's like this stuff's falling on you. So what it's doing is is it's soaking into your clothes. So as the day goes on, you have to like wring yourself out, like sleet. Yeah, I don't even know what it was. Something like it. And it then, like sleet. So as we're tailgating in the sleet, and my aunt, who's a Pittsburgh Steelers season ticket holder, brought me and my friend, and I'm the only Browns fan there. So do you know what hurts when somebody makes a sleet snowball and throws it at you? Because you're the only Browns. Because I'm fan, the only man. Browns fan. Thank right. you, Pittsburgh. And you're sitting there, and you're, you're you're taking shots. And when they come at you, and they go whipping through the twenty or thirty degree air, they seem to pack on a little bit more ice. And when they're smacking you, it's just not that fun. Mm-hmm. But uh, I thought I had the last last because we were winning that football game until the fourth quarter, and then we gave up a 14-point lead, and I almost jumped out of the stadium. But that's just a totally different story. Oh, yeah. Just more disappointment. More disappointment. Uh, but these are good memories up until kickoff, usually. Uh, this was a good one. Uh, brings up Pittsburgh again. From 2009, we played Pittsburgh on a Thursday night game, and we had had an eight-game losing streak against Pittsburgh. It might have been a little more. Six years. No, it was six years because that was 09. Our last win was 03 against them. And it was a Thursday night in Cleveland, and it was minus 50, three degrees with the wind. There was no, no snow. There was a little bit. Just cold. But Bitter cold. the wind, and it was so cold. Just the bitterness of Just, it, I bet. I wasn't really that cold, though, because I figured out what I needed to prepare for that. Right. And I remember that after the game and Cleveland won, and it was the first time in like six years we beat Pittsburgh. I think I remember that. Yeah. yeah. I was at home. Brady Quinn was the quarterback. Yeah, okay. Sure. And I remember leaving that stadium and 
Do you ever get like the feeling a riot might occur? Yeah. Let's start a riot. Yeah, sure. I, I, I don't know if that song was out by then. But, <laughs> who knows? But I know that when I was leaving, the Browns fans who were over cold, over drunk, over having too much fun, and now overstimulated because we beat Pittsburgh for the first time in 2,000 years. And people were kind of like, Jesus Christ. A violent. <laughs> Jesus Christ was in the stadium last <laughs> yeah, year. We Jesus beat the Steelers. helped us. Yeah. And people start smacking road signs and they start smacking like street signs. And I'm like, yeah. and I'm wa- we're walking out and I'm like, I feel like one guy's going to go to another guy. Let's flip a car. Yeah. All right. And then it's going to take two guys, three guys to get together and roll a car. Did it end up happening? No, I don't know. <laughs> you I don't got out of so. there in time? I got out well, of that's there. That's why I'm always scared of like Cleveland winning a championship as much oh, as I want to happen. Well, we won't repeat. We'll burn this city down. We don't know what we're going to do. I think people are going to be so stunned. They're <laughs> At least gonna, you still said when. I appreciate that. It's going to be turmoil. It's going to be the city will burn to the ground. The the. Whenever, whether it's the Browns, the Cavs, or the Indians, this the whole city will burn down because people are going to be just so, oh my gosh, I can't believe this happened. This, well, I, this will never happen again. To what I saw after that Steeler game, then yeah, you're right. It'll never happen again. Let's just go to town tonight. I agree with that anyway because I don't feel like I can handle trying to win it again. Mm-hmm. So I think one and done would be fine. Like one and then they just... The city goes away. <laughs> no more Cleveland. No more Cleveland. Going. And that can go for any city. You know what I mean? There's no, other... Some cities can handle it. Oh, there's other bad teams besides us that could, you know, when was the last time the Jacksonville Jaguars were good? Do you know what I mean? Uh, I mean or, yeah, a few years ago, uh, I guess. We were just talking about the, well, the Giants, they've they've been good before. I mean, so we're, teams that just, you don't, Tampa Bay, they haven't been very good. Um, yeah, but they don't care. I'm talking about it's minus 50. Mm-hmm. And starved Cleveland Browns fans because that all that's all we have finally beat Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. And I thought like, here it comes. We're yeah. not going to know how to act. And that's kind of like what you were saying about winning a, a Super Bowl. Even if we didn't know how to act after that, we beat it. We won a regular season game. Hell, one wild card playoff win might be enough to just start it out. Who knows? Yeah. So yeah. there you go. There's a list of some of my uh, inclement tailgating experiences because I figured, hey, it looks like the weather's breaking. Of course, if you're listening to this down south or out west, you're like, oh, it's been nice all year. Yeah, what Good are you talking you. about? Sometimes it sucks here. So there you go. Uh, if you'd like to learn more about tailgating, if you got some more you'd like to catch up on, if you'd like to buy some awesome gear, just make sure you check out InsideTailgating.com uh, for all your tailgating needs. And we will be back next week. Thanks for joining me. Hey, no problem. I'm always happy to help you out whenever you need me, man. When I'm in a pinch. When you're in a pinch. When I go, I had a guy planned and he couldn't do it anymore. And I was like, AJ, you have to do this with me? Yeah, that's no it. problem. All right, make sure you check out InsideTailgating.com. We'll talk to you next week. We're about to get it in. Barbecue, charcoal, biscuits, and ice. I got my nostrils straight